0: Third wheel, third wheel, welcome to the third wheel, with me, me and you. Board games are making a huge comeback. Yeah. So I good. I love the board game. I yeah. love oh, board game. Everyone's like, video games are going to kill board games. <laughs> you do not understand their strength.
1: Mm. <laughs> board <games>. That's great, <laughs> That's where the competitive side comes out. <laughs> Since you start a board game, <laughs> play it to win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Would you say you're quite competitive?
1: Yeah, definitely in terms of, like, games like that, whenever anything comes up, I like, like to think I'm like, no, no, I'm fine, you know, as long as they're fine along the way. Um, but as soon as there's points involved or a winner in the end, nah. I played, nah, I'm ruthless. <laughs> I don't want to lose.
0: <laughs> Do you reckon you're competitive, Alex?
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think uh, same, same thing. If it's mm-hmm. a team sport or there's some opportunity to win...
0: Mm. That does drive me quite strongly. (laughs) Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Um, But that's interesting because you're both extremely involved in very collaborative pursuits. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Mm. I guess I don't think of theatre as a competition. Mm. Yeah. Um, And working in a team is so fulfilling. Mm. Yeah. So I think that makes a difference. For yeah. me.
1: feels like everyone's playing to win. Everyone's on the same team playing to win and the winning is just having opening night.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also, like, I love winning, but I also grew up with a sister who's, like, stupidly smart. Oh, mm. um, and she would always win, especially mm. quiz stuff. Mm. And so I became a very gracious loser mm. with her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She is not a gracious loser.
0: Mm. <laughs> At all. Shout out to your sister. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to send you this link as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, speaking about collaboration in theatre, today we have got the director and assistant director of the production of Wicked in Auckland. We've got Alex. Can I call you Alex? Yes, rather than Alex. Alexandra? Um, In Trafford. Yeah, here. hi. Welcome. Yeah. Um, so I'm really interested – as to how you two know each other Because when we were talking downstairs <laughs> it, uh, You just seem to have like quite different life paths yep. <laughs> um, So tell me about that How did you, how, how do you know one another?
2: Well, um, I was directing a show called 13 The mm-hmm. Musical mm-hmm. Um, Which is basically about a group of 13 year olds yep, um, <laughs> So the title's really great mm-hmm. um, And Trafford auditioned mm-hmm. And I cast him And he was 15, 16, 15, 15, 15 turning 16, 16, 16 yeah, like that. at the time um, and he was a cast member mm. and we worked together and then our paths kind of kept crossing mm. in various forms, mainly director and cast member yeah. mm. over the next sort of few years as Trafford was growing up, mm. I guess. Yeah. Um, and then we did a production of Heathers, the musical, which Trafford – um, interned on. We got mm. him in as an intern to basically assistant a reach yeah. because he'd kind of made a bit of a switch and kind of gone, I love performing, but also it would be nice to find out how this works from the
0: other yeah. side. How old were you then, Trevor? When was
1: that? I was 2018. So I would have been mm. 18, 19 at the oh, time, okay. at, at that time when I first applied. Yeah. yeah. Well, the show was at the start of the year, so I would have, yeah. I think I would have been 18.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah and then um, from there we kind of, I guess, Yeah. just – he did a great job and <laughs> we work well together mm. um, and when we have started planning Wicked, I went to Trafford and said, I think this could be a really great opportunity mm. for you to
0: keep evolving um, and do you want to come on board? And he mm. said, yep. Mm. And now we're here. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> and that's. I think that's significant to mention that when you started planning Wicked, that was what? 29 2018, 20, 20, like 18. it was Heathers. during Heathers. the during, end, yeah, Heathers was happening, yeah. So that's three, yeah, can I do maths? Yeah, three years ago, three years ago, yeah, because <laughs> I was
2: pregnant. Now I have a three year old, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I figure out everything now, math wise, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> so, wow, that's like. Quite a long time of working together yeah, in, it is. in different spaces as well, and you didn't know each other at all before then. No, not before yeah. the first show.
1: Yeah, I'd okay. seen Adam's family, which you directed at the Pump House in twenty fifteen,
0: and I saw you on stage in Bugsy Malone, yeah, which the was a youth yeah. show yeah. the mm. same year.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: Mm. yeah.
0: Um, so that's that's sort of testament to the maybe to the sort of theatre scene on the shore slash yeah. Hibiscus Coast. Or was it mainly mm. that sort of? scene that you saw each other in or yeah in it was North, through North Shore
1: Yeah North Shore Music Theater yeah. yeah Okay it's a very small world the Auckland theater community everyone <laughs> seems to know everyone the New yeah. Zealand
0: theater yeah, community is yes. yeah. very small. Yeah. yeah yeah right yeah okay cool um and I'm I'm gonna throw it out there and this isn't shade or anything but you're like really young Trafford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yep. yeah and and very young to Obviously, when you took on that internship mm. for the assistant directing, yeah. that's in- incredibly young. How's it felt to sort of be in that role and in- as such a young person? Um, and I imagine a-, a large number of cast members possibly being mm. older than you. I assume. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 quite
1: a few are. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm still shocked. I'm still like, overwhelmed. There are days where I'm like, coming out of like, am I really doing this? Like, is this really what's <laughs> happening right now? Um, yeah, I mean, it's always. I think it was really since, like, around 2015 that I started falling into d- directing stuff in terms of I just, like, watched the directors I was working with and I was like, oh, man, I would love to do that.
3: Mm. And then
1: any opportunity that came up, like the Heather's internship where they were look, looking for people um, to be involved, I just really wanted to grab the opportunity and keep learning from it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's still a lot. I'm still very much learning. I've assistant directed a few shows along the way now. I think this is my fourth, fourth or fifth? Mm. Yeah, fourth or fifth time assistant directing now. Um, but still very much learning,
3: um, mm.
1: especially, like, being young as well. Um, like, there's a lot to learn about life before you can be able to tell stories about life, really. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, so I'm still getting the ropes of it, but, yeah, it's been fun. Everyone's been super supportive of me, and I'm very grateful mm. for being having the opportunity, really.
0: Mm. And I think mm. that's also a testament to Alex, if I can yeah. just <laughs> throw that compliment out to you, that you're sort of giving these opportunities and mm. He says he's learning. I mean, if, if he's learning, then there's also a teacher involved. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
2: Yeah, I think um, it's one of the things that I love about the arts community mm. just as a whole is mm. I'm still learning. Mm. I feel like everything I do, I'm learning some new lesson. Mm. Um, multiple, <laughs> most of the time. Mm. And I think that's really exciting for me and I love the idea that there's other people who are also learning as they go. Mm.
3: Um
2: I don't believe anyone is ever an expert
3: mm. at something.
2: Mm. I hot take <laughs> I know I've never I've never bought into that because I I fully think that there is always going to be a different experience or perspective that due to our own life views and our own experiences we cannot understand, mm. and it's if we're not open to those things, then we don't evolve. Mm. So that's kind of how I approach everything, is like I I will sit there quite openly in rehearsal or <laughs> sometimes and go, I don't know, mm. Mm. what do you think? And then we have a discussion and from there sometimes magic happens and sometimes it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and we end up having to throw everything out yeah. and starting from scratch again. But that's also the
0: fun of it too. Yeah. That's like a, a beautiful, if I can use a little bit of teacher lingo in here, but that's like a beautiful <laughs> pedagogy as well, you know, like going into it and saying, actually, I don't know. Just that in itself is like, incredibly powerful and as you said like uh, it sort of opens up the space for so much creativity um because it means that if if you don't know that you can play around with it and it's experimenting yeah. essentially yeah that's really cool um then i, I guess then the next question i have is why you chose to explore wicked because that is some Hefty boots to fill. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't know I, I don't them. know much about musical theater, but Wicked is like one of the best selling Broadway musicals yep. ever, mm-hmm. right? So like what what made you be like, I don't really <laughs> know I, I don't know everything, so I'm gonna do Wicked. Mm. <laughs> um I
2: think one of the things about that show for me it was the show that made me decide 100% that music theater was going to be a big driving force of my life I was wow. quite young when I discovered the show um, I grew up in a performing arts family my mm. parents are actors and directors um, mm. in theater and film and tv and that was my whole upbringing and then I discovered this musical and I remember listening to the soundtrack and defying gravity <laughs>
3: mm.
2: and just this moment of going, oh, shit, this is what I want to do. Mm. I And I started off, I've had quite an evolution because I started off going, I'm going to play Alphabet. <laughs> and then I went and did a degree in music theatre and realised there is no way in hell I can sing Alphabet. <laughs> 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 Nessa, yeah, mm. but Alphabet, no. Um, and then I think it's a, it is a life experience thing. Yeah. And I think um, – recognizing the stories to be told in Mm. it. Mm. And that's what I really love about it Mm. is that, yes, it's a huge, iconic, very beloved musical, and there is a level of pressure Mm. that comes Mm. with that. Mm. Um, But I've also tried not to take too much of that on because at the end of the day I want to be able to just go off the text Mm. and what is the story that's here? Mm. Who are these people? What are they trying to say? What is the what is the playwright's intent? Mm. How do we fulfil that? Mm. Um, and that has meant some of the most fun and exciting moments mm. in rehearsal mm. have yeah. come from the discussions or the arguments mm. at times. Yeah. <laughs> mm. There was one night we had all the leads in and yep. we spent – an hour and a half. Oh, it was a good
1: yeah, it was a good amount of an time. An hour
2: and a half discussing, trying to agree on the time jump between act one and act two. Mm.
0: Okay. Yeah. And well, every... What is it? Hold on, sorry. I'm gonna need to pause that. <laughs> what do you mean the time time jump between act so, one? <laughs> so act one without spoilers.
2: starts without yeah. spoilers. So it's the story of um Alphaba, who's the wicked witch of the West from The Wizard of Oz, yeah. but before mm. Dorothy gets there, basically. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So we start with Alpha. We meet her at college, university.
3: Yeah.
2: Act one finishes with defying gravity, which is that iconic moment, mm. and she is um, still university age. When we come back in Act Two, they're oh. a lot older, oh, and oh, I see. time yeah. has passed. It yeah, does yeah, not yeah. state in the script how much yeah. time has passed. Oh. Mm. <laughs> and everyone had their own idea and about how much time has passed. Everyone had their <laughs> own opinion and their own idea, um, and it was. The most interesting night yeah. <laughs> full of so many discussions. And and we wouldn't have, through that discussion, mm. we discovered so much about the world mm. of that we're inhabiting in the story, about the characters that these actors yeah. are playing. Mm. And if I'd come in from the beginning and gone eight years, mm. that's our mm. time difference, we would not have had that no. process. Mm. Yeah. Mm. which would have meant that, yes, we would have got there eventually, at least I hope we would have anyway, Mm -hmm. Mm. but the fact that it was a a collaborative Mm. discussion Mm. meant that the actors and the creatives in the room had so much input and say over who they're portraying and Mm -hmm. how they're portraying them Mm. that it meant that we ended up with – something we all did agree on in the end and it means we're all in the same world. Mm. And if I come in and gone, I know everything and I know that this Mm. is
0: how long it's going to be, that wouldn't have happened. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think it's interesting because um, usually as an audience member, the only thing that you see of um, theatre, musical theatre, any sort of stage production Mm. is the final, I don't know, what's the runtime on Wicked?
2: Just over two hours? Two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah mm. the
0: The final two hours on stage. And it's like, wow, mind-blowing, amazing, had a great time. Mm. But all the creativity that goes on, the rehearsal isn't just pre- preparation, it's actual creation yeah. as well. Yeah. And that hour and a half of, of creation mm. sounds like, yeah, it's like if you imagine painters painting together, <laughs> like, you know, like mm. that's that's actually the moment where, where, where it's coming together, yeah. not. On stage, yeah, Especially yeah. during a
1: show set in a fantasy world as well. Yes. Like we get to like make the rules really. But as long as everyone has the same rules, because mm. even for the people who maybe don't, aren't familiar with musical theatre, you'll be able to tell if people are living in different worlds on stage. Mm. So it was really important to us, I think, from the very start that everyone lived in the same fantasy world. Mm. Being
2: quite a wicked... Geek um, For lack of a better word (laughs) I've seen it a lot of times In a lot of countries Mm -hmm. um, Different versions of it And the ones that I enjoyed the most Were the ones where I could watch it And go, those two munchkins are having an affair Like, you know, those Mm -hmm. were the ones that Those shows live Mm. They really live on stage And everyone is working to tell a story Instead of just to dance pretty look good and yeah. sound nice mm. yeah yeah and it was one of the things when we cast it you know we yeah. had over 300 people audition for the show mm. and i we had out of those 300 probably 200 of them could have sung it mm. but there were only a few people we called
0: back who could actually tell the story mm. Mm. yeah that idea that the story is mm. at the center of it yeah i think it's really interesting that you're talking about this idea of um Knowing um, who's in the same world and knowing if someone is in a different world, mm. um, and it made me think about D and D. I don't know if either of you. I do not. I've right never played. Yeah. Yeah.
1: there's some of our cast members, who so I know are very big D. Oh yes, we
0: yeah.
2: there's
1: a
0: group within the cast. Yeah, I'll regularly them. get together and <laughs> so please. Mm-hmm. Um, someone, I, I okay full disclosure. I don't. I've never actually played D and D, but like I've been immersed into the world of D and D recently. Um, and, um, someone was talking to me about it at a party and he was like, Oh, D and D is like the jazz of storytelling. And I feel like that's kind of Mm. what you described Mm. to me in that moment of trying to make decisions with the other cast members and creatives in the room is almost kind of like a jazz Mm. moment where everybody's like throwing out these ideas so that you get into the same flow, into the same rhythm and you're in the same space and telling the same story. But there has to be that sort of like jamming out of ideas. I
1: love that jazz comparison. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Honestly, like D&D related, no. I think there is like a DD and d Wizard of Oz thing coming out, like a role-playing Wizard of Oz type thing. Ooh. Someone in the cast is telling you about that. Ooh. Yeah, if they wanted to continue keep, role-playing keep. in the world of Wizard of Oz, there <laughs> <laughs> you go.
0: Keep mm. eyes peeled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what about for you, Trefford? What was the attraction to Wicked? I mean,
1: for me, my first show in, I want to say 2008, something like 2008 mm. uh, in Christchurch um, was the Wizard of Oz. And I played the starring role of Munchkin Number 4. I had four lines. Shout out Munchkin Uh, Number 4. And, yeah, so that was, like, very much for me, like, the birth of my theatre experience was The Wizard of Oz. Mm. Um, And then I did a show um, a few years later of Hansel and Gretel. And then that um, we had... Various songs from various things. I don't know if we had the songs legally. Um, one of the songs was a <laughs> song from the Wizard, of, not Wizard, of Oz, from Wicked. Um, oh, yeah. The song on Wicked was One Short Day. Um, mm. And they had taken that song and like, rewritten the lyrics to it. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Well, what's the song from? Mm. Um, and then I found out what it was and was like, oh, that sounds really great. And mm. then after moving up to Auckland in 2013, when it mm. came to the Civic, mm. um, I saw it there and absolutely fell in love with it. And I was that person who was like, this show is excellent. Like, I hope, like, no one else tries to, like, make their own version of it because this is absolute perfection. Um, and, then, and then when Alex asked me, it was like, oh, we, by the way, we're doing Wicked. Do you want to be involved? I was like, couldn't say no to that. Yeah. Like, turned like, turn down the opportunity for a show that I loved. It was very much, like, the whole world was very much centre of my theatrical experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, of course, I had to say yes. Yeah, yeah. Nobody
0: else can do a version yeah. except
1: for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's been fun. It's been a re- like, lot of fun revisiting the world.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. So um, you say you're from Christchurch.
1: Yeah, well, I was born in Wellington, and then moved to Christchurch when I was like two-ish, um, and then yeah, left Christchurch um, around the same time as Alex, actually, coincidentally, mm. Uh, mm. after the Christchurch earthquakes.
3: Mm.
1: Um, yeah, so I grew up grew up there.
0: Okay. Yeah. And would you say that you also have a performing arts family? Or?
1: Not at all. Uh, <laughs> I mean, my parents But your
0: mum is very supportive. Yeah,
1: no, no, my parents are very, I mean, they're all very supportive. But like can we even just, Can
0: day. we give a very short shout out to where your name is from? I can't uh, believe yeah. we didn't get <laughs> that on
1: air before. So, was yeah. it, are you serious? I was just explaining the story before. So my name is Trafford. Um, you might be thinking that's a weird name. Uh, I'm named after Old Trafford, the Manchester United football field. Uh, football stadium in the UK. Um, it's great. I have no interest in sports whatsoever. Sorry, Dad. Uh, <laughs> also, fun fact: my middle name is Ryan, named after Ryan Giggs, one of the players of Manchester United. Yes. So it's double double sports in there. I love yeah. that. I love
3: yeah. that. Go but sports.
1: I'm guessing
0: your dad is really into sports. Yeah, 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 yeah. He
1: watches quite a bit. Then know, that's a yeah. that's a
0: language of love. Like yeah, I'm viewing yeah. that. And yeah, in your son. That's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> 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 um, but not a not a very no. No, oh, like even, yeah, even now, like, my
1: parents still like ask me, oh, I'd like, be talking about rehearsal or something, and my parents were staring at me blankly and I realise everything I've just said is complete gibberish to them. <laughs> um but yeah. Yeah, they're very supportive though, and they've always come to shows and support mm. me. Yeah. Mm, mm. Yes yeah, so, it's
0: mm. Um It's interesting because I mean like yeah, as I said, I, I don't I don't know much about musical mm. theatre. I know it's sort of like bits and bobs because I'm interested in theatre. I love musical theatre when I see mm. it. Um, I don't usually seek it out for myself. I know a fair bit about musical films, Mm. um, but, like, yeah, I I don't feel like it's something that's on the forefront of my mind. And in my perception, musical theatre isn't, like, a huge part of New Zealand's musical landscape. Mm. Do you have any idea why that might be? Because I couldn't really figure out because musical theatre is, like, if you think about places like, yeah, New York, yeah. for example, um, London, huge, mm. massive cost. Mm. Why, why can't we foster that here, do you think? Cost, Yeah, more than anything. Mm. Um,
2: to put on a big scale musical is so much money, yeah. <laughs> um, like ridiculous amounts mm. of money that it's the reason ATC only do a musical every second year and generally it's a small cast one Mm. um, because the cost, they cannot, you're not just employing um, actors, like lead actors, like you could have in a play, you've also got a full ensemble who need to be able to act, sing and dance, normally comes with a much increased set costume props budget. You've then got an orchestra. Your creative team goes at minimum of three people with a director, a musical director, and a choreographer. Mm. Um, the rights alone for a musical—so what you pay to MTI, Music Theatre International—compared to to um, like be, to playwright for, <laughs>
3: mm.
2: play market for your rights for a play, the cost is insanely mm. different. Mm. Um, like hundreds of thousands of dollars in Mm. rights alone, Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. venue hire, venue size. Not every venue is set up for a musical. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, I directed a couple of large-scale musicals at the waterfront in the last couple of years Mm. and that is not a musical-friendly venue. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You end up spending Mm. a heck of a lot more on sound um, mm. because you have to not only use mics for the singers and for the band, but then also basically hire in a whole new system for the theater to make sure the sound is okay throughout the whole venue. Mm. There's no orchestra pit. The wing space isn't quite right. Cause it was built with plays in mind. Mm. Um, just there's so many barriers mm. and yeah. a lot of it comes down to money
3: yeah.
2: mm. and our theater, our professional theater companies barely survive as it mm-hmm. is. Fortune theater closed. Um, mm. In Dunedin. Dunedin now does not have a professional theatre company and Mm. it's absolutely heartbreaking and it's money. Mm. it's They just can't afford to keep
0: going. Mm. Mm. That is fascinating. Like I would not have thought about how much more musical theatre costs but when you lay it out like that it makes a lot of sense. Um, But I feel like there's also a cultural element to it where – I don't know. Sometimes kiwis in general can be a little bit like. We also have a really great
2: thing here where people don't think if it hasn't come from overseas, it's not any good. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um. Mm. So a lot of we've we've fielded comments from people when we yeah. announced Wicked of them going, oh, but it's not an international cast,
1: is it? Yeah. I still keep seeing them popping up on. Yeah, all the they posts do. They pop the up on Facebook,
2: yeah. and we get messages yeah. quite. Often, um, hmm. from people basically going, oh, I don't know if it's worth it because it's it's just it's a local cast. Hmm. Is that? It's like what? God, we've got we've got people in this country who perform on Broadway hmm. in the West End. Our performers, New Zealand music theatre performers, are successful worldwide right now yeah. Yeah. in some of the hmm. biggest roles at the moment. Hmm. We have got Kiwis playing these roles. Well, when yeah. the theatres yeah, well, <laughs> are allowed to open that again, yeah, um, we've got people who. We're trained here and mm. grew up on the stages in Auckland or mm. Wellington or Christchurch, mm. and they're now, you know, playing trunch ball on Matilda mm. on the West End. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's a really interesting mentality about mm-hmm. if it's not from overseas, it's no good. Mm. Mm. I feel like that's something that stretches across the arts as well. Yes. Right? Mm. Um, it's the whole thing behind having a name. You feel Mm. like you need a name in your production. Mm. Um, It's, you know, there are the same amount of people who get frustrated that they see the same faces on the stage at ATC, but those faces also sell tickets because the New Zealand (laughs) audience goes, oh, they were on Shortland Street, I know them, so that'll be good
0: Mm. because I know who they are. Mm. 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 Yeah. So you feel like the need to have an international cast also comes from New Zealanders wanting to have big names mm-hmm. and mm, interesting. I think that, um, there's also a level of sort of like collective cultural cringe in in seeing ourselves. But do you think that's changing to some extent, at least maybe, I don't know, in, at least in Auckland, maybe that we're sort of coming into our own. Cause I know that in other creative arts, we're start, starting to be a little bit more like, actually, no, we've mm. got some local talent, um, also with COVID where it's kind of like we have to have local mm. talent. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think? I'd like to
1: think so. It's sort of hard to know like being on the inside mm. and what it's like for the outside. Yeah. Seeing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I do think COVID has seen a shift. Yeah. I yeah.
2: do think that has, um, uh, there was that really, I'm trying to remember who wrote it. There was a great article may have been spinoff. Um, about basically, what did you do in lockdown? You mm, listened mm. to music, you read books, you watched movies. Mm. Um, the whole world went nuts because Andrew Lloyd Webber started releasing <laughs> the professionally filmed mm. versions of his musicals <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, online, right, yeah. and that nobody had, you know, nobody in New Zealand had been ever yeah. able to see one yeah. before. Yeah. Mm. Um, you consumed media, you consumed mm. arts, entertainment, mm. and. I think that helped, Mm, actually. I think people realised when they were stuck in their homes Mm. (laughs) with no sport on the TV and nothing Mm. else to do, they realised how much we contribute Mm. to our entire economy. Mm. Um, And... Being stuck here, not being a, having the option to fly to Australia to see Hamilton, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. I think also has led more people to go, oh, well, we'll go check out Wicked then because mm. it's in Auckland. We can't go yeah. anywhere else. We'll yeah. go check it out. Yeah, And mm. it's not just our production. I think all of yeah. the productions, we are for, for a very long time, and we still are one of the only, but for a very long time, we were the only place in the world that mm. could do large-scale theatrical mm. events.
0: Mm, True of course Mary
2: Mm. Poppins opened at the Civic After two delays because of lockdowns last year And that was the only That was the biggest show running in the world Mm. When that was on Mm. And that's really cool Yeah, yeah. And that's something that I think In a way because we've Locked people here and we've given them no other option yeah. we've forced them if they want entertainment they have to come support local mm. and I think that's really helped that mm. people have gone actually what we do here is quite good Yeah, mm. actually
1: sort of jumping off that as well I think the last few big shows that I've seen there is that sort of electricness. Mm. This, that's not a word you know what I'm talking electricity? about electricity <laughs> yeah electricity that's <laughs> the line electricity like in, amongst the audience of like we're so lucky to be able to be sitting next to each other in a quietly yeah. confined space mm. like yeah because not many places in the world get to do that at the moment so I think I yeah would like to think it's really added to the um, mm. yeah gratitude of having these performances and having the opportunities to go see performances and hope people keep taking them up
2: I think we've realised how lucky we are
1: yeah
0: mm. in yeah. a lot of ways mm. yeah absolutely Um, musical theater specifically also, I mean, okay, this is coming from what I know about musical films, Mm -hmm. um, is also in this sort of unique space of providing such a, how do I explain this? Such a sort of like base emotional level escape Mm -hmm. for audiences as well. So I feel like that's something that at least personally would attract me to musical theater, especially in this time in history where I'm like, everything's fucking terrible Mm. right now. (laughs) (laughs) Please just take me into Mm. a singing and dancing fantasy world. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't know. What, what kind of, would you like to contribute to the, to the world with, Mm. with your production of wicked in, in, in that way? Like, are you wanting it to be an escape for people? What? I don't know. How would you like the audience to feel? I, <laughs> I think an escape is a really
2: great way to put it, yeah. mm. um, but also an inspiration. Ooh. And I think mm. I draw that from my own personal connection right. and experience with the show, mm. but also our cast, like talking on our first ever get-together, I went around the room and got everyone to say, why the show? Mm. Why mm. why did you want to be a part mm. of Wicked? Mm. Why this one in particular? And one of the things that came up, like just like what Trafford said and yeah. for everyone it was a different moment but everyone had a moment that they mm. connected with that mm. made them go, I want to do that. And if we can have, especially having two little boys,
3: mm.
2: I love the fact that they're going to grow up like I did in mm. this very accepting open community where they're going to see other boys singing mm. and dancing and tights mm. on stage <laughs> and that be yeah. a normal happy thing. Mm. And so mm. if – a little girl or a little boy can sit in that theater and can watch Alphabet fly in mm. defying gravity or mm. Glinda come in in her bubble, um, mm. or even just watching the wizard dancing mm. around mm. singing and go, I want to do this. Mm. That's what I want mm. for it.
1: Mm.
2: One
0: person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh inspiration. Oh my gosh, I've lost <laughs> my train of thought. Escapism um, and escapism inspiration and inspiration. That's right. I was gonna ask, um, because you you I'm I'm actually curious what what your upbringing was like. <laughs> that it was like so full of musical <laughs> theater. I'm imagining like full on sing and dance every morning. Um <laughs> no, what made it what made it so I don't know, what, what infused your life with, with musical theatre from a young age?
2: Um, it's funny because it didn't start with musical theatre. My great. parents were, oh, God, way back in the day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, certainly back for story time now. <laughs> um, they were actually part of the original group that, what is now the Basement Theatre, oh. turned that into a theatre space. Whoa, was Auckland, Yeah, when out. it was Auckland New- Youth yeah, yeah. Theatre, they started that. What? Um, okay, hold on. What are their names? Ross and Stephanie McCullough. Shout out (laughs) (laughs) Um, Along with their really good friends Who's my godfather, Tim Bray Who of course has Tim Bray um, Mm -hmm. Productions And does Mm -hmm. lots of the kids theatre at the Mm -hmm. Pump House now Um, They converted that space They were the first ones in there And turned it Mm -hmm. into an art space In the CBD Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Um, And so I grew up on the road (laughs) They had their own theatre and education The other company um, Theatre and education company And I think from them, from when I was like three months old. My mum would direct the shows. My dad would help write mm. them. He'd be in them. We'd tour the country, going into schools. Mm. Um, and then they had three kids. Mm. <laughs> and I think at that point, um, an opportunity arose at NASDA down in Christchurch, which is the National Academy of Singing and Dramatic Art. So that's mm-hmm. the the music theatre degree program.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and was offering a bit more security less freelance and they went yep okay we've got family down there so we moved down and it was then and I was about 10 and it was then that I really got introduced to musical theatre because before then it was much they were much more focused on kids theatre and um, TV production stuff like grew up going to the set Hercules and Xena and stuff Mm. and I was that annoying kid at the Sleepover when we watch something And the other kids would be screaming And I'm like, there's like 10 people in the room right now And that's a bucket of corn syrup And <laughs> mm. that's polystyrene <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So that was um, quite a fun way mm. To grow up And sitting in the rehearsal room mm-hmm, From, you know, two weeks old Basically
3: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Um, And yeah, moved to Christchurch And they started teaching on the NASDA program Mum was head of acting And dad was head of spoken voice and mm-hmm. they directed um, the plays and mum ended up directing the musicals. And mm. so after school, my sisters and I would get on our scooters and we'd scooter down to mum and dad's work and we'd have to go sit in rehearsal until they finished for the day mm-hmm. and um, sat there and watched these people not just acting but mm. singing and dancing. Mm. And I'd done dancing from a young age as well. Mm-hmm. Um but I didn't, I didn't realise that you could do all three at the same time, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think. Mm. And listening to, watching my mum my work was just, because she wasn't a singer and she's not a dancer, mm. but she learnt so much, you know, lifelong learner thing. Mm. She learnt so much about the techniques and the skill involved so mm-hmm. that she could communicate with those students and the other members of her team. Mm. Um, and then... I think just watching that and watching the transformation and realizing that yeah, people burst into song, but it's for a reason. Mm. And and even though they're dancing, they're telling a story with their bodies. It's Mm. not just to look pretty. There's more going on Mm. here. Mm. And I think that just fascinated me.
3: Mm. Um,
2: And so, yeah, my parents have been a very big part of my driving force and my creative journey Mm. throughout my life. Um, One of the best moments of my life actually was, um, and the best compliments I could ever get was uh, opening night of Heather's. And my mum turned to me afterwards and said, I wouldn't have done anything differently. And for me, that was like, great, made it.
0: The the best moment Mm. ever. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, awesome, great, because I'm going to do wicked now. Oh, she's very proud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. That sounds like a magical upbringing. Yeah, to be fair, mm. it,
2: so look it's- it was amazing. Um, it was stressful, and yeah. I feel like I cope much better with the industry now because of that. Yeah, um, because I have experienced so much of it. Throughout my life that things feel normal When to other people they wouldn't But sometimes that's not a good thing as well
3: Mm. Um,
2: Especially as the industry Is evolving and changing as it needs to Mm. That's a really good Constant learning thing That actually
0: things need to keep changing Yeah Yeah. That's actually actually interesting that you bring that up Because that was sort of my next question Sort of to both of you um, In terms of what the barriers Are to people getting into musical theatre Because I mean both of you have been involved since quite a young age in sort of theater groups um, and I imagine that there's lots of people out there who if if they were interested in performing wouldn't even know where to begin who mm. who to contact like what you know like mm. what wouldn't even know how to get into that space into the into the community, into the industry, wouldn't, yeah, I don't know, what kind of barriers do you think there are at the moment for people going into musical theatre? The biggest barrier
1: normally is just people not knowing where to look, I think, is yeah. not knowing where to find the information. I think mm. if you go to all the, there's so many different theatre companies in that, in Auckland and all around New Zealand, mm. so it's just a matter of finding like the Facebook pages and mm. finding the audition notices and just, Going to the auditions, the Mm. more you do it, the more you get your face out there, Mm. um, the more chances you'll get of getting something. Mm. Um, As well as we're very lucky that there's lots of new upcoming and starting uh, different theatre companies and that Mm. around um, that do classes and that. So just taking up any opportunities, I think that's the biggest way. That's how Mm. I learned was going to classes and um, going to auditions and seeing Mm things
2: yeah i also think that in itself can be a barrier mm. because okay. not everyone can afford oh, mm. that, that, yeah, true. that yeah and there are also schools schools um, and <laughs> as in like performing arts institutions who you will charge you to do a show, yeah. Oh, yeah. so you mm. go and you pay five hundred dollars just mm. to have the privilege of standing on stage for two songs, mm. <laughs> um, to be a part of the experience. But mm. you don't really get the training and experience no. unless yeah. you're a lead. And so mm. I think yeah. also f- navigating through
0: mm. that and knowing what to look out for. Mm. Um, there's so much knowledge there, you know. Yeah. yeah. So much. There's so much that you have to know about how to navigate those spaces
3: yeah. and yeah. how
2: to navigate. And that's, yeah. and that's so hard it because, is, yeah. yes, when you're seven, you may just want to get on stage for two songs, <laughs> yeah. in which case yeah. that opportunity is totally perfect mm. for you. Mm. Um, but I, I think as well, like, recognising your local community theatre is a really good place to start. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And so or, just audition. Mm. Audition yeah. for stuff. Reach out. Crew. Yeah. Get backstage, yeah. you yeah. know. Yeah. If you're figuring stuff out, just get involved in any yeah. way. Mm. Yeah. Um, be a part of it. Be talk to people as we know this mm. industry is tiny mm. and yeah. so much of it is networking it's not mm. what you know it's who you know Yeah. yeah. um so go talk to people yeah. meet people yeah go see theater yeah
3: <laughs> mm. go, yeah, yeah that's true yeah.
2: go to the stand-up events at yeah. the comedy club and yeah. chat to
0: people there yeah. and mm. it's all the same people you're seeing yeah. the same yeah. faces mm. at all yeah. these different events yeah. it's the same with most arts in Auckland, really. Once you start going, all of a sudden you're part of the community and you're like, how did I get here? Mm -hmm. Why am I on stage? Oh my God. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, true. Um, and both of you have had experience of performing arts education in New Zealand, um, on different sides (laughs) of the classroom. Mm -hmm. Um, how do you think that sort of fits in with the experience of, the performing arts industries in, in New Zealand. To be specifically at a high school level. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm mainly talking about a high school level because I mean, after high school, there's many different paths mm. to, yeah. to that mm. type of education. Yeah. No, mainly at a high school level because Alex, you taught mm-hmm. drama. Mm. Um, did you ever teach dance? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Drama and dance. Um, and, did you go to a? I went to um, Orewa College. Okay, um, so, that's so it wasn't NCAA? a performing art school. Yeah, it was very Yeah, yeah we did yeah. have
1: a drama. Yeah, do have drama there. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, drama there. It was it was fun. It was. A, um, I'm not going to give Orewa College a shout out, but that's just because I'm a mahurangi girl. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um Yeah, uh, it
1: was. Yeah, it was really like fun. It was enjoyable, and I loved a lot of the people there that were in my classroom, or a lot of the people that I did youth shows with outside of school. Oh yeah, um, so we had that, stage and stuff. Yeah, since right? stage and yeah. the Cyt um, there um yeah so a lot of us we were really close and we had a like fun time doing it and we learned you know the basics of drama there mm. I did find the biggest barrier there mm. was they high schools and this doesn't just seem to be that particular college but mm. high schools most generally um seem to want you to do the high school shows and mm. if you say no to doing the high school show to do a show outside of high school they don't like that they want mm. you to be doing spending all your time with them which very much shuts you off from the world mm. um yeah so i think it's knowing like when to when to do stuff in high school but then also knowing when to say no because i know you've yeah, run into problems there before we've had uh, drama teachers getting mad at schedules that don't line up with their schedules even though you gave them the schedule months ago <laughs> Uh, no names. But yeah, no names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but it was fun though it's a good yeah it's a good way to learn get your foot in the in the door I think yeah uh, I wouldn't necessarily say high school drama is the be all and end all yeah. know, what's your experience as a teacher how would you
2: um I think there's some really positive aspects to it but I do think it's quite outdated yeah um and that's one of the things that I I know that a lot of subjects because there's like these big changes coming to NCA that are being rolled out over the next few years. And I know that there are some subjects who are panicking about Mm. what that means for them or what that looks like. A.K.A. Media Studies. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Mm. And for a very good reason, Mm. they're panicking. Um, But actually from the drama space, I think Mm. the improvements are really good um, mm, because it's focusing more on process mm. rather than just the final performance. And so like – it is
0: the jazz is, moment.
3: Yeah. It, it, yeah. Is, <laughs> yeah. it is
2: the jazz moments will mean so much more, and it's mm. heartbreaking because you can have a kid who works their ass off mm. and mm. is so involved in the process and so enthusiastic about the process, and on the day they just don't perform the greatest. Mm. Mm. Yeah. nerves or they forget a line or they something happens or they're sick and that kid ends up with an achieve for something that should be an excellence yeah. because mm. of the amount of work that goes into that process to get there as you said at the beginning like mm. it's the audience sees the two hours on the stage you mm. don't see the six months of work before mm. that mm. and so I'm feeling quite positive that some of the change in our performing arts curriculum, in their high school space will actually be better preparing mm. our kids for the industry mm. if that's what they choose to do, whether it's further study or whether they go straight into the industry mm. because the process is having so much more importance put on it than just the performance. Mm. I mm. went to drama school with mm. this person who is amazing, mm. incredible natural talent, mm. stunning, mm. Um, booked a professional Gig in Australia, straight out of graduating. Wow, never was not a hard worker. Never did the work. Mm. Relied on the natural talent. Mm. Lasted four weeks into the contract and got fired. Oh, wow. yeah, because they didn't do the work. Because they yeah. did, they never wanted to understand it. They were always mm. told you're a ama- you're such an amazing performer, mm. and that was what they relied on. Mm. Um, and having taught in the school space and also the extracurricular space, yeah. That's Been a big problem to be honest, yeah. Is these kids who it's very big fish and small pond yeah. mentality,
0: yeah.
2: And yeah. um, I'll oh, bet everyone knows I'm the best singer, so I'll get the lead, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. it doesn't work like that. There's yeah. so much more to it,
3: yeah.
2: Um, and I think that's positive change that's coming, yeah. 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 And it
0: really builds, um, but both in terms of like the changes in the curriculum and I think performing arts generally really just it builds these well-rounded humans. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very much does. Yeah. <laughs> um, because that sort of space around um, the processes and co-creating and working with other people builds so much empathy mm. as yeah. well. Um, and also incredible communication skills, which can be sort of like transferred into all sort of aspects of our lives. Alex, you worked in that sort of space for a while as well. Yes. Right? Yep.
2: Yeah. And my husband is a has the same music theater degree that I do and mm. he's currently a communications lead for the government. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so much of that is because as actors we alter our performance for the audience, right? Mm. With a mode of storytelling, mm. we change it to fit the audience and that's what communications is, mm, is it's true. making sure that you're connecting with your audience in the way that your specific audience needs to be connected with. So mm-hmm. if it's a music theatre audience, you do that through singing and dancing. If it's an open mic night um, at the Thirsty Dog, it may be through mm-hmm. slam poetry or stand-up comedy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so you tailor your performance and your process to to fit the audience so that the message you want to communicate is received clearly by the people you need it received by. Yeah. But also
0: within, within the creation space of theatre, there's like so much that goes on in terms of communication and making sure that everybody feels safe and heard and on board and, you know, like working with a team that huge requires absolute feats of communication. Yeah. Um, yeah. There must be so much. There that can be <laughs> People management.
2: Yeah, most of the job. People management yeah. is most of
0: the job. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Which is like essentially what you two do as directors, mm. right? Yeah. People yeah. management. How uh, how do your roles sort of differ in in that sense with the director and the assistant? Like, what are your I'm, what are,
1: Yeah, I mean, sort of. Alex is the one that is deals with, I would say, um, <laughs> it's the, well, like, in terms of, I mean, cause you know, I mean to say that the show is, any show is like a smooth process would be lying. There are yeah. bumps in the road, any show you ever do. Mm. Um, it's all so about it is, the bumps. Yeah. Really? But it's, it's all mm. about having people in the top who are able to then smooth out those bumps and make sure everything's okay and everything's mm. fine. Mm. So for me, because you want everything coming from one voice, I find I, if, if anything's ever like come to me or whatever, I will like, pass it on. Mm. Um, yeah. That's where I would say. Yeah.
0: So what do you do apart from passing? <laughs> oh, in terms of like just as an assistant yeah, director? Yeah, oh, yeah. right, right.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, it, my job, I don't think I have like one thing that I do. It very much is depending on the day, like whatever mm. is needed on the day. At the mm. start, early on when we were having those discussions about the character in the world, I spent mm. a lot of time Googling and researching um what the world of Oz is and what that mm. looks like in the different areas and different countries, mm. um, the political landscape of everything, which is oh really interesting. God. Yeah, it's really fascinating. <laughs> wow. I a it good goes very deep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so if you see me at the show and you want to have a chat about it, yeah, come talk <laughs> to me. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and then sometimes I'm, like, going out the back and, like, running things with people in the back. Sometimes mm. I'm just sitting there pushing the buttons on the tracks to play the music. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it's very much – it's
2: actually yeah. a very stressful
1: job, don't we? Yeah. I feel, I feel like I'm a second pair of hands, basically, mm. is how I would describe myself. Yeah.
0: Mm, mm. And also a bit of jack of all trades. Yeah. Not yeah. master of none, obviously. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but. And you're sort of having to run around and do whatever needs whatever doing on that particular day.
0: Yeah. That's how yeah. I see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is a lot. Um, can we give a quick shout out to Gemma, who's not here? Yes, hello, yes. Gemma. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's choreographer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's just had her baby. Baby Walter. Elder so Kid Baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um We were talking earlier about how um the fact that you've had children in the process of preparing <laughs> this <laughs> and also now Gemma's had um, her first, her first child. I have not not had any children, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, it's sort of, but you, but you're gonna, you're in the middle of finishing your third year at uni. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that everybody who's involved in, um, theater is a human, which sounds really straightforward and obvious, (laughs) but I think it sort of contributes to that idea that yeah, no process is smooth and that it's, it's Mm. a human process and there are bumps in the road. Mm. Um, which I guess is incredibly frustrating sometimes, but also, I mean, that must bring a lot of joy. You've chosen to work
1: yeah. with people, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: I mean, I'm. I mean, we're a month out today as of recording this podcast. Uh, mm. A month out today from opening, and I'm literally. I spent this morning. I was looking at hotel rooms, and I tried like getting excited <laughs> for opening night. Um, mm. Yeah, it was, it was very exciting. Even like just the other day, having the photo shoot and seeing the costumes and seeing um that alphabet's painted green for the first time like it's just that really like rewarding exciting moment knowing that we've we've got something good going on here mm. and knowing yeah, it's it's all coming together yeah mm. yeah it's really exciting
0: mm. Mm. and i don't want to jump the gun because i mean obviously opening night hasn't even happened yeah. yet <laughs> it's still it's <laughs> the the final form mm. is yet to happen but um, have you thought about what's next because you thought about Wicked before Heathers ended. Mm-hmm. So have you? And since Heathers, there were three other shows as well. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. other in the middle. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um Yeah, I think I mean I am hoping to move back into more of a freelance space. Yeah. Um and make some theatre in some new cities. Mm-hmm. And I've got some ideas ruminating mm-hmm. <laughs> for other things that I want to kind of put into Play and work on and develop mm. um, I don't know if anything were ever quite top Wicked mm.
0: To be honest Ooh. I know that's a big
2: call at this point
0: <laughs> mm. It's a big show there's yeah. just,
2: It is, it is the show Yeah. Like mm. if you ever asked me from the age of 10 <laughs> What my bucket list show to be involved with would be The answer was always Wicked mm. There was mm. never anything else Mm. It was just wicked. Mm. So to actually be bringing this to life, yeah, I don't know. It kind of it kind of makes me excited because I go, I don't really care what comes next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it'll just be whatever comes next. Mm. It'll be really fun yeah. because there's no pressure. Mm. I think because I've done I've done my my big one.
3: <laughs> it's sounds, the wedding day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <And
2: it's, laughs> it is. It is. So be I'm sorry, Matt, it's the wedding day that'll
0: be bigger <laughs> than my wedding day. <laughs> wow, that's that's huge mm. though. That's huge though. Yeah. Um, and it's great that you're feeling so good about it, or at least you're you seeming to <laughs> Yeah, so good
2: about yeah it. I mean, there's
0: nerves. Um <laughs>
2: nerves there bit. about <laughs> that was the most yeah. nervous <laughs> love I've ever heard from like,
0: <laughs> you, <Yeah. laughs>
2: I mean that to be actually to be fair, the The nerves for me don't come so much from the idea of the performance Mm. um, because I love what we're doing. Mm. I absolutely love what we're doing. And we have, I'm just going to preface this with, we have an incredible technical team, Mm. like amazing. Shout
0: out technical team.
3: Hugely
2: Mm. fantastic Incredibly competent technical team mm. But it's the technical elements that always worry me the most mm. Because it's well, What happens if this light stops working <laughs> Or what happens if she doesn't fly tonight mm. In mm. defying gravity And everyone's expecting Alphabet to fly And it doesn't happen mm. um, And it's, that's the stuff that kicks me up at night It's mm. not so much The show mm. um, Because I, I just Totally trust in what we're doing mm. In that space mm. Um, so that's why Tech Week is so exciting and terrifying for me. Mm-hmm. They started yeah. rigging lights today mm. and a photo came through and I was like, oh, that's so exciting and there's so much <laughs>
0: that can go wrong on that rig. <laughs> 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 78
2: yeah. movers or something. I'm like, what
0: if they oh don't work? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I can I can see how that will be nerve-wracking but also exciting. Yes. Um, Trafford, what's next for you?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been as I was talking before. I've uh, been assistant directing for a few shows before, so I'm kind of as much as I've loved that. I'm hoping <laughs> to uh, remove the word assistant. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, in terms of the show, we'll have to see. Mm, yeah, there's mm. some things Watch in early mess. discussions. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've got to graduate first. Yeah, right? yeah, graduate <laughs> first, <laughs> and then hopefully, hopefully, fingers and toes crossed, um, mm. something might happen next year.
0: Mm. Cool. It's yeah. exciting. You've got your whole life ahead of you. Yeah.
1: It's <laughs> still plenty of time. Time to work it all out.
0: Do you um also have other like part-time work that yes. you
1: do? Yeah. yeah. At the moment I am working at a fast food um place. Mm. Um which That classic am, Yeah, art job. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah,
0: Um
1: which I am uh, leaving at the end of this month. great. <laughs> right.
0: I'm, I mean, um, we're doing I'm proud excited of you. for excited yeah. <laughs> to
1: yeah move on and find something else. Yeah, <laughs> question mark as to what that something is. Um, yeah, so I'm yeah, so i doing my uni degree at the moment, and then wicked, and then you know, I'm not at a wicked. I'm then working. Mm. Yeah, so it's a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot. gotta pay the bills. Yeah, Hard.
0: yeah. yeah. Especially in Auckland, well, Yeah, Gulf Harbour still. Yeah, Gulf Harbour, it's a lot of gas money. A lot of gas money driving <laughs> yeah, around true. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, whatever you save on rents for yeah, gas money. Mm-hmm. Mm, true. Um, have you two written haiku for one another? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I'm so pleased. <laughs> um, do you have them on you? I do, I've got one. Right. Mine's downstairs, but I think I remember it. Oh, do you? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Fantastic, traffic. You can look at yours, don't. Yeah, you? I, I nobody's look at mine. Yeah, <laughs> nobody,
2: nobody
1: we, is. We sat
2: down to start this, and I went, "Oh, my phone's downstairs."
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> if you can remember it, then, okay. then that's I'm just going to double check how I remember it. Okay, yeah, great. Fantastic. Yeah, most. People yeah, I'm right worried I've got the ones. syllables wrong, but that's right. I think I've, I've yeah. got you it. It's it phone. Times. Nobody's yeah, watching, so it's Little totally yeah, cameras, <laughs> big brother. Okay, yeah, no, I'm good. I've <laughs> got it. Okay, um, do you want to go first then, Alex? Okay.
2: Brave with empathy. The drive of a Big Mac truck. <sighs> Simply wonderful.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, that made my heart melt. <laughs> oh, Now I just want to re- rewrite mine. <laughs> oh,
2: that was so cute. I loved that. <laughs> that was so lovely. I did message him the other night. I was
1: like, no pressure, but mine's really cute. Yeah. You, you messaged me that like as I said, yes, I'll do this like, before I'd even had time to think about the haiku. Okay,
0: um, great. Let's hear yours,
1: Trafford. Your passion burns bright as you always guide guide others to be our best
0: self. Aww. It is cute. <laughs> Big teacher energy there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's so adorable. Yeah, this is very cute. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited to see what comes of Wicked, Mm -hmm. um, and also excited to see what comes from both of you after as well. Times ahead, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope that um, the next month before opening isn't too stressful for you. Mm. That that that's we're in a good place. Excitement, stress, um, double helix can sort of you know stay in balance mm. yeah. <laughs> hope so yeah. yeah you've got each other yeah. to to calm calm yourselves mm. down as well
2: yeah. yeah very good team yeah
0: yeah yeah not just the two of you but the whole yes, the whole absolutely. team
2: yeah <laughs> the team, whole team yeah, yeah. We're very very fortunate yeah very yeah. lucky indeed
0: cool all right
3: well we can wrap it up there then awesome Wonderful. thank you so much thank you so much thank you